It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. It's time for recovery for San Jose Sharks hockey after a very rough game on Saturday, ironically in front of a sellout crowd against the New York Rangers. The final score in that one was the Rangers 2 and the Sharks 1. And today, Drew, we have the Ottawa Senators in town on a Monday night that is going to have a decidedly different atmosphere than the one that we saw on Saturday, simply because, A, it's Monday, and B, it's Thanksgiving week. So yeah. you, you couple that with a two-game losing streak. Sharks are winless in their last six at home. It doesn't feel that good right now. No, it doesn't. Um, so different from coming back from that road trip and then the first game against Detroit. And then the third period against New York, I think, was the worst period they played all year. They were completely outworked, out-hustled, gave the puck away. There was no pushback. I and mean, Brett Hedekin was really upset after the hit on Nico Sturm. There was no pushback. No, you don't have to fight, but at least pick up the physical aspect. Finish some checks. Try to score on that power play. Do something. There was very little um, juice from the Sharks. They, they seemed, I, I don't know what happened to them going into that third period. You can credit the Rangers um, with really hustling, really working, getting above the puck and all that stuff and checking really well. You can credit James Reimer for keeping the Sharks in because he was spectacular bouncing back from the Detroit game. But this is a game that you've got to redeem yourself somehow. Every player should be embarrassed about what happened in the third period against the Rangers and be fired up for tonight's game. It's kind of interesting, after the game, I checked out David Quinn's presser with everybody, and he sounded a lot like John Tortorella. Yeah, he did, and he should have. Because what I like about David is that he doesn't pull any punches. He doesn't, when you criticize somebody, you're not being negative, you're being honest. But the tone in which his honesty is portrayed, I think is spot on. But he, there was a tone to his comments after the Ranger game that were absolutely dead on. His tone was right, his words were right. He left no doubt about how the coaching staff felt about the way that the team played. And you know what else he did? He also said that, you know, after 20 games in the regular season, yeah, you'd normally have a way to evaluate your team. But he was so upset about the way the game went on that he didn't want to even proffer an attempt at evaluating where the team was at because at the 20-game poll because of how of how lousy he felt about yeah. the game and how angry he was. And not so much at the guys, just at the whole situation. Yeah, well, I think the, the overall, when you look at that game, there were so many good factors. James was playing lights out. It's it was incredible. It was incredible. It was a full crowd. Even though the Rangers were out playing them, James had given the guys a chance to win. 0-0. Zero, zero. You're looking fine. You're looking good. You're going to be okay. You've got a chance to win the game. And then when the pressure's on, 
And when the time comes to make the push in the third period, you don't. And their fourth line scores the one goal that's important, Julian Gauthier. Exactly. That makes you even more mad. Really? And yeah, okay, you can say, yeah, what about Logan at the end? Yeah, it was at the end. It was close. But honestly, not enough of that in the last... 30 seconds, 40 seconds, there wasn't enough of that urgency in their game. Hey, you got to beat Igor Shosturkin in a game-saving situation. Logan came close to tying the score with that tip at the end, scored a nice goal too, but the problem is the Sharks ran out of time. And I'll tell you what, Drew, that third period was the polar opposite of the third period against the same team at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Sharks outshot him 16-2 in the third period in that game, ended up winning in overtime on the Eric Carlson goal. But this game, they were outshot 16-4 in the third period, and they looked listless until maybe the final minute and a half when things got really desperate. And so, you know, how do you deal with this? The Sharks opened the season 0-5. Then they went uh, through that tough stretch where they lost the three shootout games in early November. Now they've lost two in a row, and they've got to stop the bleeding really tonight against an Ottawa team that's one of the worst in the NHL statistics-wise. But this team scares me because of the abilities that they have on the roster that they haven't put together yet. And I, I think maybe Ottawa is going to benefit the Sharks, supposedly, I guess, depending on the injury situation. You know, Josh Norris is out for a long time. You've had Batherson that had been out and Formanton's not playing. And, and also, Shane Pinto now might not play. We'll see. He didn't practice yesterday. Shabbat is one of the elite players in the league. He's the reason why they were able to trade Eric Carlson. He's out with an injury. So maybe they get a break. But there aren't too many breaks in the NHL. And, and again, I'll just say it again. This game kind of scares me a little bit if you're taking it from a Sharks point of view. They have a vast array of young talent. But you mentioned some of them are injured. And that really, that really helps the Sharks. Should help the Sharks. They are still a very well-coached team who have a high level of skill from their top guys who can break a game wide open. There should be no excuses tonight for the San Jose Sharks, be it a Monday, be it Thanksgiving week, be it a bad game last game. This is a game where the San Jose Sharks absolutely should be fired up 100% to get that winning spirit back, get that attitude back. They had it coming back from the road trip. They didn't have it the last two games. There is nothing but they should be thinking about, about except winning. That's it. And how you get there is the key. How you have to play is the key. There should be a sense of urgency in everybody's game. There shouldn't be one guy who has a bad shift tonight as far as impact goes. You gotta find a way, find your niche to make an impact in the game. I'm kind of watching the, the guys coming out of the ice getting ready to warm up. And of course, very early in the practice, once they get going, they do a few shifts where they're you, you know, checking out the line combinations. And we were talking about this last game. You really can't do too much. You, you have to hold them accountable and say, we're not letting you off the hook. But you also don't have that many options to replace guys on the ice. Right now, Noah Gregor is trying to get back into action. There's no doubt about that, that he'd like to get his speed into the game. Uh, you know, that, that's one possibility they could change. Scott Harrington got reassigned and is playing for the San Jose Barracuda. They won last night 6-0. Yeah. And how about that game? Thomas Bordalo had a hat trick. Uh, William Eklund had a really ga good game, a goal and a couple of assists. So good signs going on there. But you're not going to tweak too much right now. What would you do to line up with the guys you got? Well, I'll be interested. Capo? Well, Capo, I think, is going to start. I would be interested, though, to see what happens with Igor Sisterkin because on that winning, on that goal, the winning goal, the first goal, I should say, was um, he didn't get out to block the shot. David Quinn singled him out 
in the post-game press conference. Who is that? Just, um, sorry, Shesterkin. I was going to say Shvestnikov. I was thinking Shvestnikov. He might be out. Yeah, I think he'll be out. I think Noah will probably get in there or, or Jonah. Um, as far as everything else goes on D, you're not going to do anything. You've got no choices. I think so. There'll be one or two changes, but as you said, this is an internal thing. This is not being able to externally bring somebody in and be able to get, get them to work. It's being able to get the guys to get on their game. And it can't be about the coaching staff pushing the guys to do it. Those players, the core leadership group, Hurdle, My Hurdle and Meyer, by the way. Hurdle was okay. Meyer, he's got to be much better than who he was. Logan was good. Eric was good, but he can't do it all the time. You're going to need more of an impact from top to bottom. More guys getting in and being committed to doing it the right way. I think that that Nico Sturm line again is going to yeah. be another factor tonight because they're straight line type players and they were they were making their efforts in the game against the Rangers without a question of a doubt. So it's going to be a fascinating day. Alexander Barabanov, I see him uh, stick handling with some speed. He could be a guy that could make a difference too. There were moments in Alex's game I really liked. Over the last little while, I really liked a lot of his game. But he's still, Danny, for me, you know what the number one thing is for me with that guy. He's got to control the puck. He's got to manage the puck. Stop trying to make plays as soon as he's into the zone. The one goal the Sharks score, what happened? Meyer comes back into the zone, takes it all the way down, works the puck below the goal line. You get two guys in front. You fire this. You sling the puck towards the net, and you make things happen. But bottom line is, every individual has to come with something to prove tonight. If you're moving your feet, you're drawing penalties, and the San Jose Sharks need to take advantage of the Ottawa Senators in that department. If you're getting good goaltending, you have a chance to win. I think the Sharks got that from James Reimer. If Kapo Kakinen plays tonight, they'll need that from him. It's going to be a fascinating contest. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock on the Sharks Audio Network with the Sharks and the Senators, and that is going to be a fascinating, fascinating matchup. Stay tuned. We've got it for you. That's the morning skate for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. <laughs>